Well, hello and welcome to our Advent podcast, Tidings of Comfort and Joy. And today's episode is our Advent Thought for the Day by Christoph Jung. Good morning, Westlake family. The Bible is full of incredible stories and I would like to talk about one of them today. You will find the passage in Matthew 1, 18 to 25, and I'm sure you will all know it. Mary gets pregnant through the Holy Spirit and she confronts Joseph with the news. Joseph plans to divorce her, but God sends an angel to go speak to Joseph in a dream. He tells him, wait a second, you are one of the main actors in an earth-shattering event. The time has come for Isaiah's prophecy to be fulfilled. Mary will bear a son, Emmanuel, which means God with us. Trust me, keep Mary as your wife and call the newborn son Jesus. Now, this story sounds pretty unbelievable and it has led to a huge number of heated debates and lots of mockery. A pregnant virgin, how ridiculous. My personal opinion about it is very simple. Nothing is impossible for our mighty God. He has performed so many miracles over time that I don't think it's necessary to talk about the miracle of a pregnant virgin today. That is a piece of cake for him. I would rather share three different observations that I made while reading the passage. First of all, the birth of Jesus fulfilled an Old Testament prophecy. The other day I received an email claiming that I had won 1 million euros. All I had to do was to click on a link and follow the instructions. It was clear from the outset that this was fraud, a phishing email. But how was it clear? It was because I received this email completely without reason. I hadn't participated in any lottery and so I wasn't expecting to win anything. The birth of Jesus is different. It was prophesied in the Old Testament by Isaiah, who lived approximately 700 years before the birth of Christ. And he was not the only one to foresee the coming of the Messiah. We find other sources in the Old Testament that guide us to the groundbreaking event of the birth of Jesus, for example, in Micah. Why is this so important? because it gives a context and therefore credibility to the story. It was always God's plan to give his people a second chance by sending a Redeemer. Let's get to my second observation then, the name Emmanuel. Emmanuel is a Hebrew word meaning God with us. There is no linguistic connection to the name Jesus. So why did Isaiah then prophesize that the son of the virgin would be called Emmanuel. One hint is included a bit later in the book of Isaiah in chapter 9, verse 6. In prophesizing about the Messiah, we can read, His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So does Isaiah mean that the Messiah is literally called any of these names? The answer is no. 
These names are used only to describe his nature, not to serve as literal given names. By nature, the son of Mary is Emmanuel, but by name, he's Jesus. Now let's take a deeper look at the meaning behind the name Emmanuel. Do you truly understand what it means? Have you ever said it out loud, God with us? And do you know how revolutionary, incredible and radical it is? No other religion grants its believers the privilege to have fellowship with God right here and right now. Guys, this is a core message, the essence of why we celebrate Christmas in a couple of weeks from now. The Creator God became a human being. There are some Christians, maybe you are even one of them, who know about Jesus and understand the Gospel, but they have never had a real personal or intimate experience with God. If this is the case for you today, please let me encourage you. God wants to have a connection with you through His Holy Spirit. When I was 14 years old, I started to physically feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in my body. It may sound a bit strange, but it is an overwhelming feeling for a couple of seconds, almost as if someone's touching you, a bit like having goosebumps. Feeling the presence of God doesn't automatically make you a better person. Unfortunately, the human temptations and traps are exactly the same. We continue to make mistakes all the time and therefore we need His grace every single day. But feeling the presence of God helps you to be more attentive to His will. And personally, it has given me a huge level of confidence in my walk with God. My last point is about listening to God and obeying Him. When I look at Joseph, there are two things that I find truly amazing. First of all, God talks to Joseph through an angel in his sleep. Now, to be honest, this has never happened to me. But at the same time, we can rest assured that God is talking to us in different ways all the time. This can be through Bible verses, other people, music, etc. The only problem is that we hardly take the time to listen. In case you have missed the interview with Martin and Melissa in last Sunday's service video, have a look at it. Melissa describes how God talked to her just before she became a Christian. It is a very powerful testimony. Secondly, when I look at Joseph and also Mary, I'm impressed by their obedience. They listened to what God had to tell them. They believed it, even though it was quite unbelievable. And they put it in action. They simply became instruments in the great work of God, in his work of redemption. So to finish this podcast, I would like to invite you to meditate on these three words, God with us. Take some time, put some music on if you want, and enter into the presence of our mighty God. Humble yourself and pray that he would touch your heart. It may not happen immediately, 
but I'm sure he will reveal himself to you in a way that only he knows is best for you. Be richly blessed and have a great day. Well, thank you, Christoph. And today's piece of music is Emmanuel by Wren Collective. It's a song for our times. It just doesn't feel like Christmas at all It's so hard to forget about all that went on Some friends lost their jobs and some family too And some people say it was all down to you But I know Emmanuel, you're one of us You left your throne to wear our stars Though Christmas lights may lose their spark And winter's cold Christmas time after all The carols are soaring, the fires roaring on This year's had its trials, but sweet mercies too Glad tidings of joy and hope down to you I know Emmanuel, you're one of us Just know you're not alone So sister and brother, be kind to each other We've all had a journey, our own path to one The light will come, just know you're not alone